0: Welcome back into the studio room of Bible Tract Echoes, a radio broadcast ministry of Bible Tracts Incorporated based out of Bloomington, Illinois. I'm so excited to be spending a few moments with you via this program today. I want to thank you for your loyal listenership, if you have been a longtime listener, or if this is your very first time. Thank you so very much for making us a part of your day, your investment of time. Number one, I don't believe will be wasted, but number two... It will certainly not be taken for granted. Thank you so much for being a part. My name, for those of you new around here, is Evangelist Mike McCurry. I have the great honor and privilege of being the Executive Director of Bible Tracks Incorporated. I'll say more about that in just a little bit. I also have the high honor of being the husband to Rebecca McCurry, my wife, the father to two little girls, Emmy and Lucy. They are great balls of fire sometimes. They're both redheads, just like their mother. And I love them so much. They are little heathens at times, little hellions other times, but they always have a piece of my heart. And so I appreciate the fact that your support of our ministry allows us to do what we do in shipping gospel tracts all over the world to over 170 different countries over the years to the tune of over 590 million in the last 80 plus years. And we're so excited about where God is leading throughout this year. We know God is in and over everything we do, every step we take, we pray over it. We want to get his mind. And we appreciate the fact that you are a part of our ministry. If you've never participated in our ministry by using any of our free gospel tracks, you can do that by visiting our website, BibleTracksInc.org. As I made mention, for those of you that are new here, that may come as a surprise. We are, of course, a ministry supplying gospel tracts for free. We not only print them, but we package them, we produce them, we distribute them, ship them, for free. That means we eat the cost of everything. We have people all over America and the world that use our tools. And one of the great things about it is there are so many Christian workers that are not in a financial position to pay for gospel tracts, especially at the quality that we put them out. And so the opportunity is there for them to use our tools, our gospel tracts for free. We do not demand anything in return whatsoever, but there are some generous souls that feel led of the Lord to partner with us. And if God would be leading you that way to maybe give towards our ministry and maybe make it part of your monthly giving this year, we would absolutely love for you to do that. We have folks that give $5 a month. We have some that 50, we have others 100 or even more, but the Lord knows that every little gift. Do you understand that twenty five, fifty cents, a dollar, or two, that means the world to us. Because even five or ten dollars, that signifies over a hundred tracts that can be printed with that quantity of money. It doesn't take much to do God's work, and we're so excited that you choose to partner with us. If you would, turn in your Bibles to the book of First Kings, chapter number seventeen. 1 Kings seventeen, Lord willing, we are going to conclude our study of the life of Elijah and the fact that something's missing. That has been our title. That has been our theme. And we're going to culminate everything right here today. The last two weeks worth of this study on something's missing. I'll introduce it to you here in just a moment. Give you a very short review. But I'd like to ask you, if you would, to contact me. If I can be of any help to you, I'd love for you to reach out personally. Have multiple folks that take me up on this every week. 309 316 7240 you can text me directly it's that easy 309 316 7240 get in touch if you would i would love to correspond with you that's one of the joys of this radio program and my ministry as an evangelist to talk to people just like you i'll give you that number one more time as you find your place in your bible in the book of first kings chapter 17 309 316 Seven two four zero. Now let's begin and end our study today. We have, have, of course, been talking about this man named Elijah. We followed him through the throne room of Ahab all the way to the brook Cherith. Through that to the widow of Zarephath where he met there and uh, supplied an unbelievable miracle. A barrel of meal that didn't waste and a cruise of oil that never failed. And what a great example of the goodness of God to supply exactly what that lady needed day by day by day. And then we come to the conclusion of chapter 17. The widow of Zarephath, her son, the most precious commodity she had in all the world, her son, died. And Elijah, by the power of God, raised him back to life. And in verse number 24, the woman said to Elijah, Now by this I know that thou art a man of God, and that the word of the Lord in thy mouth is truth. Now we've been focusing on that phrase. The word of the Lord, I mentioned earlier that something is missing. And friends, something is truly missing. It's missing from our world, our countries, our communities, our cities, our townships. It's missing on your street. Too often it's missing in our churches, in ourselves, worst of all. That person that we look at in the mirror, something is missing. And too often that missing element, the cure for all the ills of our world is this the word of the Lord. Let me illustrate for you further into the life of Elijah. Look at chapter number 18, 1 Kings 18, verse number one. And it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go show thyself unto Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth. Now we come to the end of the famine, the end of the drought, and we will not get too deep into this, but throughout this entire hardness, this entire harshness, this entire difficult time for the people of Israel, all Elijah did was follow the word of the Lord. You can find that phrase six, seven, eight times in chapter 17, and here in, verse, in chapter 18, we see it once again, the word of the Lord. I will, for sake of time, curtail the review here, but in chapter 18, God provides rain upon the earth again three and a half years into this drought. And of course, in chapter 18, we also see an amazing occurrence of Elijah with a 60-something word prayer defeating all 850 prophets of Baal on Mount Carmel. What happened there? Well, you may remember that there was a showdown. There was a battle for the state and for the soul of Israel right then and there. And Elijah faced off with these prophets of Baal who believed that they could call down fire from heaven by way of their false god. And what happened? They failed miserably. They went to great lengths. They danced. They sang. They jumped. They leaped. They cut themselves. They did all manner of craziness to try to draw the attention of their false god, Baal. What happened then? Elijah, again, 60-something words of a prayer. Nothing long, but incredibly powerful. I wonder how much intensity you could feel as he came to the close of his prayer. Remember, if you would, that he had asked for the sacrifice there on the altar to be doused with water. Time and time again, we see that in verse 35. And the water ran round about the altar, and he filled the trench also with water. In verse 36, And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel, and that I am thy servant, and that I have done all these things at thy word. Verse 37, Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that thou art the Lord God And that thou hast turned their heart back again. And then we see what? Then the fire of the Lord fell. What an amazing miracle. But even beyond that, what do we then see just a little bit later on in chapter number 18? I'd like you to turn, if you would, to verse number 46. Verse 46 of chapter 18, the Bible says, And... The hand of the Lord was on Elijah. Now, let's review for just a moment. In chapter number 17, we see multiple times that the word of the Lord came to Elijah. And what did he do? He hearkened unto it. He listened. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. In chapter 18, we see two more amazing examples of the pleasure of God being shown unto Elijah. We see the fire of the Lord falling. At Elijah's behest, because he asked for it, God saw fit to reach down through time and eternity, and poof, that sodden sacrifice was blown to smithereens. The word of the Lord, the fire of the Lord, in verse number 46 of chapter 18, and the hand of the Lord. What a resume, huh? Wouldn't you like to have God say those things of you? Written down here for all eternity in God's holy word, the word of the Lord, the fire of the Lord, the hand of the Lord. But friend, something went missing. And here's the application. Here's the warning. Beware, my friend, of this. Even at the height, the pinnacle of God moving, we, you and I, can still go awry. Look at chapter 19, verse number one. And Ahab told Jezebel, This is the wicked king talking to his queen. Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done, and withal how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. She is breathing out threatenings. Verse number three. And when he saw that, when he heard that, he arose. And what did he do? Did he ask for the fire of the Lord to be blown down upon Jezebel? Did he ask God whose hand was upon him to give him the strength, the courage? Did he consult the word of the Lord? No, friend. Verse 3, and when he saw that he arose and went for his life. You will not find recorded here in these first few verses of chapter 19 as Elijah runs for the hills with his tail tucked between his legs. Something's missing, friend. What is that something? Well, we've said it a dozen or more times throughout these past week or so. The word of the Lord. You see, friend, in a broken and a depressed, despondent, distracted world, God always begins with the devoted workmen. We follow this story down through to where the brook doesn't stay wet, the brook of Cherith. We also see, behold, a destitute woman. The boy dies and he doesn't wake up after the barrel of meal doesn't waste. We follow all these things through and then we get to the fact, this unalterable fact, that regardless of everything that comes before, it is the book that does the work. You see, friend, our book, God's book, the Bible, the word of the Lord, that's the only thing that can make a real difference in our world. Something's missing. Is it missing in you? Thanks for listening. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated.